Asperges me, Domine isopoet mundabor, lavabis me et supernivem de alba. Parker, host of Psalms in Life with the Center. So now that we have completed both the traditional and the more modern um, Hour of Prayer of Compline, according to the Roman Catholic Rite, I wanted to do a quick um, overview of the two. Obviously, the newest form is quite a bit shorter, and so we're going to look at what has been replaced, what ha what has taken place of it, and uh, vice versa. And the first thing that comes to mind, I mean, is obviously even the introductory prayers um, of Compline are just not there. Uh, the First Peter. 5.8 is not there. Be sober and watch because your adversary, the, de the devil, is a roaring lion, goeth about seeking whom he may devour. Um, and prayers like, uh, Our hope is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Um, the examination of conscience, of course, is still there, but the confidior is probably the most recognizable difference. Um, you know, in the newest form, it does, of course, mention Mary, um, but leaves out Blessed Michael the Archangel, Blessed John the Baptist, the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul. And that's um, that's just one of those things that you kind of just shake your head at and you don't really know what to say to it. Um, um, another big point would be um, the option of, and you can always do this, and in any Roman Catholic uh, compliment, whether it be the pre-1962 or the 1969 or 72, you always have the option of doing the the Latin, but there's just something, there's something about praying um, when you're praying in the Roman Catholic rite, about praying even in uh, Latin. The beauty uh, just takes us uh, out of ourselves and um, there is something quite holy in the uh, languages of Hebrew and Greek and um, Church Slavonic and Latin. I mean, make us turn to thee, O God, our Savior, and cease being angry with us. O God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Things like that. And then Latin it says, Converte nos Deus aietares nos de adverte iram tuam in nobis Deus in agitorium meum intende, Domine ad adjuvantum me festina. And then glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicurerat in principio et nunc et semper, in secula seculorum. Amen. Another um, big thing that sticks out since we focus on the Psalms in this podcast. Um, there's only one psalm to be found um, 
in the modern Compline. Whereas in the traditional, you'll have one, two, three, and sometimes there is a fourth one, but there's at least three in here. Um, we also have the the hymn. It's it's different, but I, again, um, not that there's anything wrong with the new one, but. Like I said before, the, the Latin just kind of adds something to this, even if it's just being read and not even being chanted. Um, te lucis ante terminum, rerum creator, posthumus, pro tua clemencia, sis presulis custodia. You know, it's just so beautiful. And, of course, it's missing what's uh, known as the little chapter. This comes from Jeremiah 14.9. But thou, O Lord, art in our midst, and thy holy name is called upon by us. Do not forsake us, O Lord our God. Um, so, that's, I'm, and these aren't complaints. They are just things I want people to realize about the different uh, traditions of Compline. There's a lot of similarities. There are a lot of similarities. It doesn't matter if it's the Melkite tradition, the Orthodox tradition, the Eastern, you know, Russian or Greek, what have you, the Ukrainian Catholic, the the Coptic. It's it all is tied very closely together, um, especially the uh, Psalm 90, uh, the Canticle of Simeon, the Domitis. Uh, things like that that are just um, very obvious, you know. Um, and of course, the the antiphon is still there. So, according to the season, the antiphon uh, to the Blessed Virgin Mary is also there. But that's one of the big things I always like to point out to people is is the Latin, not because of just tradition. But really think of it in this term, that Latin, while it is a dead language, means that there is no adding nor subtracting to it, which is why the uh, Latin Vulgate has always been of utmost importance to uh, Roman Catholics, because that can never be interpreted by any other way than the Church Fathers interpreted, because those meanings have not changed over you know, the thousand years since the Vulgate happened. So, um, that's always been my uh, picadillo about Latin or the Greek, Church Slavonic, what have you, Hebrew. You know, it's very, it's very important to um, at least have a working knowledge of it. I am not a Latin scholar by any means. I just I went to so many Latin masses and have prayed so many Latin complins that I just can rattle it off now. And um, you know, and if you find yourself interested in that, then go ahead, pick you up a, a copy of the Hour of Compline. There's one through Angelus Press um, that just has that one hour, and within a week, I mean, you'll be able to uh, pray the entire thing in Latin, and uh, and it won't be that hard trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say. But obviously, you know, just having the one psalm doesn't give you too much to reflect on, but 
Um, I mean, there's only three or four in the traditional one, whereas uh, in the Coptic Compline, you'll find seven or nine uh, psalms just for the Hour of Compline alone. And so um, that is pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> and that's why when I said that I was going to be working on the, the, the Coptic Compline, it was taking longer than I had time for. Where my, I was right in the middle of it. My children were screaming, and it just ruined the audio. I had to go deal with the situation. And before I knew it, I come back, and it, it wasn't even saved. And I was so mad about that. I was, I was like, oh, because I was halfway through it, basically. Uh, I had just finished the last of the Psalms, and then we were going to go into what's called the litanies. So, anyways, be patient with me. Um, I will be back at some point to finish this with the Coptic Compline. Uh, again, thank you for listening, and I hope you've learned something and gotten something out of it through all this. Um, the big thing that I just want to point out to people is the importance of the Psalms. You know, if you just, even if you don't follow a particular uh, hour of prayer like Compline, what's the original prayer book of the church? It's the Psalms. Get you a, get you a small book that just contains the Psalter. Start on page one and read one in the morning and one in the evening. And I guarantee before that week is up, you'll probably want to do well two Psalms in the morning and a few more in the evening. And um, I promise you after you finish the book of Psalms, uh, you will have a newly acquired peace of spirit because I felt it. My own confessor, that's what he told me to do. And um, I didn't really think much of it, but as I went through, I did start to notice that my life was more peaceful. It's important that we maintain the, the prayers of the Psalter. If we do it enough, David's words become our words. Solomon's words become our words. Or, you know, there's not a single thing that we experience in this life that can't be found in the Psalter. Yes, we can use our words, but the Psalter is the perfect prayer book. That's why it's in the Bible, right? And uh, so every day, just pick up your book of Psalms, your Psalter. And don't just read it, but pray it. And I guarantee you, you'll have a lot more peace in your life because of it. Let David's prayer become your prayer. Monastics of every tradition are always told to memorize the Psalms. That's, pro that's one of their biggest things as novices, usually, especially in the Easter tradition, is to learn the Psalms. So that at any moment of temptation or what have you, they have the prayer they need within their mind. They don't even need to pick up this altar. It's just there. Out of the depths I've cried to thee, O Lord. For the Lord is my shepherd. You know, blessed is the man who walketh not in the ways of the ungodly. And that's, that's what we should be trying for each day. We're not monks. We're just people living in the world. But... 
if you begin to love the Psalms, they will become your prayer to God. And it's the most wonderful and, dare I say, perfect way of prayer. God bless you all.